this morning is from the book of Isaiah, the 61st chapter. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me. He has sent me to bring good news to the oppressed, to bind up the unbroken, to proclaim liberty to the captives and release to the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn. planting of the Lord to display his glory. They shall build up the ancient ruins. They shall rise up the former devastations. They shall repair the ruined cities, the devastations of many generations. Rejoice in the Lord. 
my whole being shall exult in my God, for he has clothed me with the garments of salvation. He has covered me with the robe of righteousness, as a bridegroom decks himself with a garland, and as a bride adorns herself with her jewels. For as the earth brings forth its shoots, and as a garden causes what is sown in it to spring up, so the Lord God will cause righteousness and praise to spring up before all nations. Thank you, choir. Um, a beautiful sense of Jesus in the midst of these words from the Old Testament. It is indeed true. I'm going to change it up a little bit and start my sermon with an Xfinity commercial. I'm going to my grandma's house where there's no on-demand, no Netflix, and no Wi-Fi. Sad face. My grandma's house is straight medieval. She's got no Wi-Fi. Pound sign, not so Merry Christmas. Entering the gates of hell where there's no Wi-Fi and no shows. A.K.A. Grandma's. What does she mean? I don't know. She means that we're not up to date. Really? Oh, look at that. Paige, come check this out. What? Hey, pass the remote over. I'll show you how it works. Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. I got no more wrinkles. Just kidding, you're 75. <laughs> five. So I think this Xfinity's is Xfinity's take on Isaiah 61, if you can fathom that. <laughs> Grandma and Grandpa hear about this need. Actually, she types in, going to the gates of hell, 
There is a gap per her Facebook message that grandma and grandpa are lame. Their house is off the technology grid. And so they venture with intent to do something about it. And what they do is quite unexpected and it's specific. They get Wi-Fi in their house. They now have voice remote and connection to the internet. And so the granddaughter who expects the worst holiday ever is now changed as she notices the details of her grandparents and their story that she has missed before. There's unexpected joy instead of despair. And everyone in that house is transformed. So here we are in the third week of Advent, and unexpectedly and specifically, God's word enters in and it speaks. From the prophet Isaiah, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord has anointed me. He has sent me to bring the good news to the oppressed, to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and to release the prisoners to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor, the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to provide for those who mourn in Zion, to give them a garland instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, the mantle of praise instead of a faint spirit. After many years in exile, God's people are returning to their beloved homeland, Jerusalem. Their land had been attacked and sieged and the temple destroyed. And many of the Israelites are killed and more are sent into exile, into foreign countries. And now, years later, they're coming back home. But their home that they long for is a mess. All they see and smell is destruction and despair. These people are depleted and hope seems lost. Yet God has something else in mind. Ashes will be replaced with a beautiful garland. From the scent of mourning will come the oil of gladness. The cold, the faint, and the hopeless will wear a mantle of praise, which is really the most splendid coat you can imagine. There are no generalities in what happens when God intervenes. It's specific, it's tangible, and it's glorious. The depths of pain will be met with the far reaches of joy. What a vision! We're not to expect more of the same. We're not to stay put in the despair and hopelessness. God has a vision for the world and for you, and it's off the charts good. We cannot miss the creative force happening in these words of Isaiah, unexpected and imaginative ways that the world will be changed. It's not commonplace. It's exuberant, and it's rich. So how will this all happen? This is the crazy part. Are you ready for this? God's Spirit anointed the prophet to bring this good news. God intentionally involves human agency as he carries out his vision of bold joy and the rebuilding for Jerusalem. 
and the oppressed, the brokenhearted and captive people who receive this unexpected and specific good news will be fortified. They will be made whole so they can be the builders of the new city. Everyone will have a part in what will come. It's made real and accessible to all. So the people in need, the people oppressed, brokenhearted, are made full and whole, so they are full contributors, builders, change agents of all that will be created. Do you hear how inclusive, collaborative this vision is? And it all begins with God's anointing, calling the people back then and calling us to be the bearers of this vision. How do you think the world will receive this message? How will we receive this message? You know, there's just something about this season of Advent that reveals the darkness and despair of our time. In this barrage of consumerism, there is still such need for families to have basic things like safe housing and enough food and clothing. Depression, loneliness, and grief are heightened as memories of what have been flood back and expectations for what should be creep in. Yet God knows, he sees, and he enters in. The promise comes close enough for us to see it and hear it and touch it and smell it. We are the ones who will bear this unexpected and specific word in the world. We are anointed to be the bearers of this good news. We are the ones who will bring, bind up, proclaim, release, comfort, and provide. You see, God knows that we have the ability. He's created us in that way. He knows we have the resources, and therefore, he calls us. Like all scripture, promise and call are so woven into this unexpected and specific word today. First of all, the promise God sees the broken hearts. God sees the oppression, the inequity, the hopelessness, and he speaks into it. God says in verse 8, For I, the Lord, love justice. I hate robbery and wrongdoing. I will faithfully give them their recompense, and I will make an everlasting covenant with them. Not because there is any merit in the people. It's because God is about pure promise. Pure promise for you today, if your heart is aching, if you cannot see the way ahead, if God seems distant, hear this, the fullness of joy is coming to you, and it's coming for the world. It's meant to be claimed now amidst the pain and the suffering. And then there is call. God doesn't wave this magic wand to enact his vision. Rather, he is anointing you. He's anointing us to be the bearers of this good news in the world. He uses your eyes to see the need, your heart and your resources to be about the change that is needed. Often we think 
We, need, we downplay our ability to make a difference or to do something that could bring a garland instead of ashes. What is so interesting in these prophetic words is that nothing is off limits. You can make a difference and usher in this vision, and it's probably something that you would consider ordinary. Your intent, your ability to offer what you uniquely have is how God's vision is made real. So let's do this. What a meaningful day today. We're surrounded by words of promise from so long ago in scripture and prayer and in song. We need to hear them again and again so we can be reminded that they are indeed true. And we will be reminded today as well that we are anointed. It happens in our baptism to be the ones to bring the good news to the world. The choir is about to sing what I think is Isaiah 61 in song. The words, and God will delight when we are the creators of justice and joy, compassion and peace. In this busyness, this time of year, when darkness lurks closely, don't miss the delight of God to anoint us to be the creators of justice, joy, compassion, and peace. Be about this delight in unexpected and specific ways. Let it be so. Amen.